Hey everyone, uh, thank you for your patience. I took a couple of months off there. I didn't let anybody know. I didn't actually know that I was going to take a couple of months off, but I did hit the road for like six weeks. And I think it's unreasonable of me to expect that I could continue recording of the podcast while on the road, uh, which leads me to what we're going to talk about today. Expectations, right? I had to look this up, right? The definition of expectation is having a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. And I like to say that in dating and in life, have high standards, but low expectations, right? What does that mean? High standards, right? Standards to me is sort of like how I want to be treated or what I want in life, right? I want to be treated with respect, with care and compassion. I want people to be honest and transparent. I want to be considered. I want to have uh, intimate emotional, physical, and intellectual connection with people. So this is sort of a list of qualities that I look for in a relationship, whether it's platonic or familial or romantic or sexual, whatever. Those are the standards that I look for, right? And also the standards that I live my life by, right? I, If I expect respect, or if I want respect, it means that I also have to give respect, right? Um, It's dangerous for me to expect people to treat me in a certain way when I don't treat them in a certain way, right? It's sort of like love thy neighbor like you love yourself. Um, So those are the standards, right? These are standards that you can have for yourself, Um, You want someone who is emotionally available. You want someone who also wants what you want, whatever that is, right? Let's say it's a committed relationship. You want someone who's willing to invest in that relationship, right? That is sort of a standard that you set for yourself. And it's also a set of desires, right? The expectation is that, you know, let's let's listen to the definition again a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future, right? So for the most part, your expectations are non-verbalized, right? It's an expectation when you just hope that that's what's going to happen, right? A strong belief that something will happen, but without actually telling people what you want. I'm sort of playing around with this thought. So sort of bear with me here. An expectation for the most part is non-verbalized, right? It is a hope or a belief that you hold about how other people will show up for you or will behave, right? It's non-verbalized because if if it becomes verbalized, then the expectation is more just an expression of desire, Right? You're dating someone, you like them, you say, hey, I really like where this is going. I love spending time with you. I would like to be in a more committed relationship with you. I would like to be exclusive. I would like to move in with you. I would like to eventually get married. That's no longer really an expectation because now it's out there. 
right? You have expressed your desire for whatever it is that you want. And now it's clear, right? You put it out there, hopefully to the person that you want those things with. And hopefully they can shed some light on how they are feeling with regards to your desire, right? Your expression of whatever it is that you want. Hopefully they want what you want, right? And then then you can sort of agree that that's what you're doing. And some people might say, oh, uh, Sean, you're like taking all the romance out of it, you know? And I just don't believe that that's true. I think that relationships require communication. They require regular check-ins. They require risk, right? The risk of you expressing what you want and them not wanting that, which I think is better than you hoping that they, that they want what you want and then eventually not ever getting that anyways. I would much rather know if someone doesn't want to have kids with me than wait around hoping that they do and eventually finding out that they don't, right? Because my expectation was that they would. So in the context of dating, right? I've said this before. Have high standards, but low expectations, right? Have high standards about what you want, how you want to be treated, what you're looking for. You don't have to settle. And we'll talk about settling a little bit later, right? But have high standards, be clear about what those standards are, but lower your expectations, right? The higher your standards, the less likely many people will be able or willing to meet those standards. And that's okay, right? If you have a lot of standards or desires around how you want your relationship to be, just know that the pool of available people that can meet those standards will be lower. Not zero, not impossible, just lower, right? So that's what I mean by lowered expectations. That's like that old um, Saturday Night Live skit lowered expectations for for the um the 80s 80s kids out there maybe maybe late 70s also keep your standards high absolutely but lower your expectations right be more realistic about this idea that a lot of people are going to want to meet your standards i don't think that you should settle right but i also think that you probably want to be a little bit more realistic around what you are asking for and how you're showing up, right? Asking for emotional availability when you are terrified of intimacy and scared of vulnerability is unrealistic. It's unrealistic for you to expect something from someone that you do not currently possess. And this is a tough one to wrap your head around because that's not always true, right? You can want someone who has financial stability when you yourself are struggling with debt. You can want that. But to expect it is dangerous, right? I mean, I think there's a way to approach that where you approach it with transparency and say, hey, you know what? Financial stability was never something that I had growing up. Uh, I lived in a household where we were always sort of scraping by and we were in a lot of debt and it's just been really hard 
for me to like have financial stability. And so I would like that in a partner because that's going to help me. Right? There's a level of self-awareness there about your situation uh, that is helpful when you are wanting something from someone that you don't currently possess. Right? There's some reasoning behind why you would want to seek a partner that is financially stable because your whole experience growing up was the opposite of that and how triggering and unhealthy that's been for you, right? So there are some exceptions to this rule of like, uh, you know, expecting people to have certain qualities that you yourself do not possess. Also, let's be honest, sometimes the beautiful part of a relationship is that those people are different, right? Two people coming together, that are different, that have that come together with different strengths and weaknesses and together as a unit uh, can learn and benefit from each other. So there's no hard and fast rule to any of this stuff. But if you are walking around with this list of qualities that you seek, it's worth exploring how restrictive is this list? And is this list perhaps a defense mechanism from letting people get close to you, right? I've talked about this in the past in in, um, the context of what I was looking for. I was looking for a rock climber, right? Okay, well, that just narrows it down significantly to people who rock climb. And at some point, I realized that it wasn't actually the rock climbing that was important. It was someone having a sense of adventure and that likes to camp. Right. So I was able to transform a restrictive quality that I was looking for in a partner, rock climber, to something that's a lot more open and broad, someone with a sense of adventure and who likes to camp. Right. There's more people who like to camp than that rock climb. Pretty sure about that. So it's worth exploring your list of standards and qualities and characteristics that you hope and wish for in a partner to see, are they so restrictive that you are essentially pricing yourself out of having a relationship? And again, look, I I wish I could give you like the one, two, three, if this is how it's going to work. Because here I am preaching high standards, low expectations, but but I'm saying like, uh, you know, don't settle, but then at the same time, like it's worth exploring how restrictive are your standards, <laughs> which is what I kind of love about this work is that it is it's a total paradox, right? The human experience, how we show up in relationship, what we want, our our experiences growing up. It's, it's hugely paradoxical, hugely, right? You can both really want to uh, get healthier and still find yourself ordering like more pizza than you are comfortable eating, right? It's just full of... That's not even a really a great example, but I'm not going to delete it. I'm just going to keep going. Life is complicated. Uh, Relationships are difficult. If If you're in an easy one, hats off. I'm so happy for you. Uh, I have had moments of ease in a lot of my relationships. And some relationships are just going to be easier with some people, right? Some people are going to be easier to be in a relationship with. Uh, And that's neither here nor there. That's just me 
after having had a cup of coffee. Now sort of finding myself at the sort of 12-minute babble mark. So I'm going to stop. And I'm going to invite you to explore your relationship to expectation. And it's funny, I had, uh, I was dating this woman like years ago. And I was telling her that I had no expectations. And then I was talking to my therapist about that. And my therapist said, oh, having no expectations is an expectation. Right? The expectation is that there are no expectations. So I'm just going to leave you with that as if this conversation wasn't confusing enough as it is. Uh, the invitation is to explore your relationship to expectation, to your standards, to what you're looking for, to paradox. Uh, can you sit with the discomfort of all of this? And can you realize that you are probably doing the best that you can, even though things are really confusing at times, including this conversation? I hope you're well. My name is Sean Galanos. This has been a very short medium, actually medium length episode of uh, The Love Drive. Have a beautiful week.